Hey there, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and thank you so much for joining me today. We are going to be diving into the topic of leading with compassion. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here couple things. We're already into the new year. I hope that you are settling into your routine wonderfully. This is my first episode since I entered my 32nd year of life. So here we are. We've made it. We're doing it. And today I'm feeling good. It's going to be a big year. Uh, 32 years old feels kind of crazy. 37 is like this random number that I always thought I would love. Like 17 and 37 were ages that I thought were going to be the best. So I'm approaching that. I'm excited. I'm like well into my 30s now. There's no no beating around the bush there, but we're here. So let's dive into leading with compassion. Today's discussion on the transformative power of leading with compassion in this professional sphere is going to be a lot of fun. In an era where leadership is evolving, the importance of empathy and understanding in the workplace cannot be overstated at all. Leaders who prioritize compassion create environments that go beyond productivity and data metrics. They seriously cultivate spaces where individuals thrive and contribute meaningfully. And so this is such a big, important thing to do and understand. We are going to dive into the profound benefits of infusing compassion into leadership styles. It's not just about achieving organizational goals. It's about building resilient teams, fostering positive work cultures, and really navigating challenges with a collective spirit. If you can't tell, I'm passionate about this topic. I think it's so important to do everything with compassion, with kindness, with love. And I think that in the professional sphere, we're always a little bit hesitant to be too kind or too compassionate. But in 2024, this is something we got to get ahead of. We got to show compassion to our team members. So if you're at all curious about how compassionate leadership approach can not only enhance the well-being of your team, but also drive success on multiple fronts, you're in the right spot. Let's explore the tangible advantages that come with leading with compassion in today's dynamic professional landscape. The first thing I want to talk about is empathetic communication. Empathy is huge to the point that I even have another episode coming out here in the next couple of weeks that is all about empathy because I am a firm believer in empathy. So let's start with empathetic communication. Why is this so important? Effective leaders understand and acknowledge the emotions and concerns of their team members. The action involved with empathetic communication is actively listening to your team, expressing empathy and communicate in a way that shows understanding and support. And the benefit of these things is empathetic communication builds trust, strengthens relationships, creates a positive atmosphere where team members feel valued. 
So in my career, I work in hospitality at a private organization. Many of you know this. I'm human resources. And one thing when I took over the department that was so hugely important to me was empathy. I wanted to have empathetic communication. I didn't want to bark orders at people. I didn't want to demand their paperwork is done on time. I wanted to be empathetic. And in the last two years, I feel like I've really found some feet under me in this area. And I'm able to not only support the team members, but also support the leaders so that they can come to me and learn and grow and and just have that comfort and that communication. So with that, we have people who come in in the summertime that work seasonally and our industry is pretty seeking demanding. I previously worked in food and beverage in private organization before, and I transitioned then into finance and then into admin, and now I'm in HR. So I've experienced the hustle and bustle of the food and beverage realm. And a lot of our team members will come in and be like, you know, we work closing and then we come back the next morning and we have to open and it's just a lot of go, go, go. And I don't think that the issue with the team members by any means or that they don't want to work. It's just that they need that empathetic communication. And so for us as leaders, one thing that we can do to really emphasize that communication is slow down and say like, geez, Katie, you worked so late last night and you still got your butt out of bed and you were here on time this morning. Like, should we run and grab a coffee together from downstairs? How can I help you? What do you need from me? Hopefully you can go home and take a nap today. Like just really... I think speaking to what they're doing in an empathetic way and acknowledging that it might be a bit of a struggle for them. No, some people it's not, but some people might be. The opposite dialogue that I would want to stray away from in this scenario is saying, well, welcome to the industry. You chose to work in this industry. This is the norm. You, we all know that, right? We all know in hospitality that we're going 500 miles an hour and we have events that go until 1130 at night and we have events that start at 6 a.m. But just slowing down and being like, dang, girl, (laughs) that was a late night with an early morning. You killed it on the flip. Let's run downstairs and grab some coffee, throw a couple creamers and sugars in it, and let's kick this off because it's going to be a long day. Again, I'm not giving that person permission to go home early. I'm not saying that this isn't our reality. I'm not invalidating any feelings, but I am slowing down and just acknowledging with an empathetic tone and dialogue that, hey, you're doing a lot. The next one is flexibility and understanding. Why is this important for leading with compassion? It's because compassionate leaders recognize that personal and professional live Um, lives often intersect. So personal and professional lives intersect. So as much as we want to have a work-life balance, it is not a blanket statement. There is no such thing, in my opinion, as balance. We got to strive for synergy. And there are times when our personal and professional lives intersect and it can be super hard to navigate. So flexibility and understanding is really important in this. The action with this is being flexible and accommodating individuals' needs, providing support during challenging times, and understanding that everyone may have different circumstances. So with that, the benefit is so tangible as a flexible and understanding approach fosters that sense of loyalty, commitment from team members, leading to increased job satisfaction and productivity. 
So being flexible and understanding has such an array of benefits. So an example of this would be suppose that you have a team member who is facing increased stress due to a personal commitment or health concerns, whatever it may be. A compassionate leader might initiate a conversation about flexible work arrangements. Now, before you go into this, you want to know what your own boundaries are. Because my life in my career, the industry that I'm in with hospitality, our flexibility looks a little bit different. But my life as an entrepreneur and a business owner, that could look, the flexibility with that also looks very different. So just keep those two things in mind. Um, But this could involve adjusting working hours, allowing remote work when possible, or exploring alternative schedulings to accommodate that individual's needs and really try to help promote that healthier work-life synergy. Maybe you can't give them remote work, but you can adjust some of their scheduling for certain days that they come in a little bit earlier so they can leave a little bit earlier. Or maybe you know that you have an opening in another area within your department that you could move them to that's more accommodating to their schedule and just put that out as an offer. Because at the end of the day, they may not even take you up on those offers. But what you're doing is you're showing that compassion, you're doing that forward thinking, and you're proactively trying to help them. Whether or not you're actually able Able to help them is secondary because, of course, we want to be able to help them. But what we need to do by leading with compassion is first bridge that gap that we're willing to have those conversations. The third point that I want to make with leading with compassion is recognition and appreciation. This one, the why, is really acknowledging, acknowledging and appreciating the efforts of your team. It's so crucial for the morale and motivation. you got to acknowledge that. And the action is regularly recognizing and celebrating achievements, big or small, and expressing gratitude for that hard work and dedication. And I think, in my opinion, this benefit is super obvious, but when team members feel appreciated, they are more likely to be engaged, motivated, and committed to the success of the team and the organization. So a real tangible look at this would be a team member consistently going above and beyond in their role, contributing significantly to the team's success. A compassionate leader would publicly recognize and appreciate the individual's efforts. This could involve praising them during team meetings, acknowledging their achievements in company communications, and perhaps even providing a personalized note or token of appreciation to express gratitude for their dedication and hard work. Now, you you will know your team better than anybody else, so maybe they don't want public recognition, but maybe a handwritten note to say, like, thanks for all you did for X, Y, and Z, or I've noticed you've been taking on more recently. I want you to know that we appreciate that. And just really slowing down to give them that recognition, that attention, and just noticing it. Because I think in each of these, recognition, appreciation, flexibility, understanding, and empathetic communication, the first step is acknowledging what they're doing. So whether you're acknowledging they're going above and beyond, they're working longer hours, they're working an open uh, opening shift directly after a closing shift, whatever that looks like, you want to just start by acknowledging it. I think so oftentimes we get caught up in leading and looking at the big picture and having that 30,000 foot view, which is hugely beneficial, but sometimes we got to get out of the plane and we got to come down to their level and meet them where they are and see that maybe they're in the weeds, maybe they're handling projects on their own, whatever they're doing, that we are giving them that support to not only continue to do it more, but also to know that they're appreciated through it. 
Leading with compassion involves recognizing the humanity of your team members and creating an environment where individuals feel that support, that value, and they feel motivated to contribute their best efforts. As we conclude this conversation, I just want to kind of close out the realm of compassion and leadership, it's so evident that the benefits extend far beyond the workplace. Leaders who lead with compassion not only inspire greater productivity and collaboration, but they also contribute to the overall well-being and satisfaction of their teams. In this era of the fast-paced changing world where the human aspect of leadership is increasingly valued, compassion emerges as a powerful force for positive transformation. From enhanced employee morale and loyalty to the increased innovation and adaptability, the advantages of compassionate leadership are both tangible and far-reaching. And it's so important that we do this because we will then see, especially when it's a multi-leveled organization, you will see that you will get so much out of it because the upper ups, the executives, the the top tier of leaders, if they're practicing this, it'll trickle down to the next level and to the next level and to the next level. Even as simple as the janitor at NASA helps every single day to make sure that the astronauts get to space. So we have to have that compassion all the way from the top all the way to the bottom because there's a stigma around certain roles and positions but without those positions it's like a body like it's the anatomy of the body like one thing can't function without the other so it's so important that we lead with compassion so that it trickles down so that it continues to build that morale that motivation within the team so as you embark on your leadership journey consider the profound impact that a compassionate approach can have on your team and the broader organization organizational culture. Remember that fostering a workplace where empathy and understanding thrive doesn't just make for better leaders, it creates better environments where individuals can truly, truly flourish. Again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in today as we explored compassion in leadership. And as you lead with empathy, I hope that you find not only professional success, but also fulfillment that comes from positively influencing the lives that you lead. Until next time, thank you for tuning in and keep on diving in.